Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, so much to get to in the program today, folks. Uh, and some interesting developments uh, on this whole SNC-Lavalin business. Uh, the question of whether the Prime Minister is going to take Andrew Scheer to court. Jane Philpott teasing that there is still potentially more to come on this story. That she might have something people would be interested in knowing. We'll get to all of that, but I want to take you back a few scandals ago. Remember the infamous trip to the Bahamas, to the Aga Khan's private resort in the Bahamas. You remember this? Uh, The ethics commissioner uh, reviewed the prime minister and his family's trip, found that uh, the prime minister accepting this free vacation, accepting free travel to that vacation in a non-government aircraft, that Trudeau was in violation of four provisions of the Conflict of Interest Act. Which was a pretty significant finding in that it was the first time a prime minister had been found to be in violation of that law. The questions then were obvious. What was he thinking? What were his people thinking? How did nobody flag this as a potential concern? Nobody thought to at least clear it ahead of time with the ethics commissioner, at which point, obviously, all of these issues would have been uh, pointed out. So those questions have lingered ever since. Now, we're a couple of years removed from that story, but we just now today have learned a little bit more about how long the planning was occurring leading up to that vacation. And when you circle back to the question of why didn't anybody flag this? Why didn't anybody think to review this? It puts that in clear clear contrast here because they had months, months and months for somebody to raise a concern. This wasn't just a last minute hastily thrown together vacation. That the RCMP had been vetting all of this for several months before this trip. So again, we have a clear picture of how long this trip was in the works, which just further underscores what a screw-up it was that nobody thought to call attention to this. Nobody thought to ask the ethics commissioner about this. Nobody thought that, gee, accepting this free trip from the Aga Khan could potentially be an issue. The reason why we're learning it today is because the RCMP has taken more than two years to finally respond to an access to information request. The kind of request they're supposed to respond to uh, in a month, not two years. Uh, So David Aiken, who first broke the story about this vacation so long ago, has the story today. But the RCMP finally fessing up about all of this. You can read more at globalnews.ca. But joining us on the line is David Aiken, chief political correspondent for Global News. David, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Story now a couple of years ago, and here we are still learning more information about this controversial trip. Why has it taken so long, first of all, to, to, to learn all of this? Yeah, and you know, th- th- that's, I think, for me, as the journalist working on Parliament Hill, trying to find information about a government. This is a big issue. So there's a few ways you can find stuff out about the government. You know, you develop sources, you talk to people. But a really important tool is our federal access to information law. And that law uh, has some very specific rules about how institutions like the RCMP 
ought to respond to access to information requests from anyone, not just from reporters. And one of the specifications in the law is that they're supposed to get back to you within a month. If you say, hey, I'd like to know about this or that, and you put it in writing, you pay a $5 fee, you're supposed to hear from them in a month. And in this case, the RCMP was asked by me on January the 5th, 2017. So Trudeau, has he's literally still in the Bahamas. We had found out that he's in the Bahamas, and we're reporting it, and it's a big story at the time. And uh, so at the time, I said, I want to know what it costs. I want to know how many RCMP members had to be dispatched down there, to how many hotel rooms, you know, all the stuff to say, mm-hmm. you know, what was the cost of this trip? And that was the access to information request I filed on January the 5th, 2017. Now, I filed an identical request to the Department of National Defense, because, of course, an Air Force jet would have had to take him down to NASA. I filed an identical request to the Privy Council Office, which is the department that supports the Prime Minister. And those two departments, D&D and PCO, they followed the law. And they got back to me, and they got some records to me in a timely fashion back in 2017. But the RCMP, our National Police Force, didn't even bother to acknowledge the request. They ignored several emails I sent them saying, hey, have you, did you get this? What are you doing about this? And 817 days after I filed that request, on January the 5th, 2017, they got back to me with uh, what's called a final release of records. And um, so at the end of the day, really, the federal police force, you know, uh, did not follow our records laws in responding to a request about the Prime Minister's law-breaking trip. And that's not good. It seems to me that's pretty bad. Well, it is. Yeah, as you say, I mean, that's a bit of a scandal in and of itself. In terms of what this reveals about this trip, and as you mentioned, this trip was deemed to have run afoul of the Conflict of Interest Act, and it seemed as though it was very ill-conceived, that not a lot of thought thought went into planning this trip. But that's what's so interesting about these new documents, is that this was being planned for months and months in advance. That's right, and, and there is some sort of gray area dispute who was doing the planning, etc. But here, what we, we have a few things that we know that are on the record. First off, we've got the Ethics Commissioner's report. And the Ethics Commissioner, which is the more, most complete because she is, uh, the Ethics Commissioner at the time was Mary Dawson, and Dawson was able to interview Trudeau and other people. And so what, what had been on the record up to this point was the, the Privy Council Office, the department that supports the Prime Minister, was told in November of that year. The Trudeaus are going to go on a Christmas holiday. They're going to go to the Aga Khan's Island in the Bahamas. So that's when planning started at the Privy Council office and then other departments would have begun. But we also know that Sophie Gregoire Trudeau, she's the one who initiated this, just as Justin Trudeau's wife, of course. Mm-hmm. Sophie had been down in the Bahamas with her kids, without her husband, but with her kids, had been on this island visiting with the Aga Khan's family in March of that year. And then in June, she starts asking, you know, to her husband, hey, uh, we, should, we should see if we can go down there for Christmas. Uh, it was really nice. So the, point, and so the document that we have now that the RCMP has just given us is essentially, it's a routine sort of document for when VIPs like the Trudeaus travel. And what it is, is it's a travel medicine brief. So again, it's pretty routine. It just says, you know, is there anything we need to be concerned from a health standpoint about traveling to the Bahamas? No, I mean, it's a safe place to go. Uh, where are the local hospitals? Uh, how long does it take? It, you know, just good planning in case somebody needs, you know, somebody gets a bumps, great bruise, or comes down with the flu, they need to know where to go. But the interesting thing on this document was it was dated March the 16th. And don't forget, the request I'd asked was, you know, I, I want documents that, uh, that tell me about this prime minister's 
Christmas vacation. So the, 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 the long way around it is it looks like the planning, the thought about going to the Bahamas for Christmas on the Agacons Island didn't start really in November. It started much earlier, months in advance. And why is that important? Because that goes to the judgment of the prime minister and those around him who at some point you would have said, Prime Minister, this is a dumb idea. We can't take gifts from rich billionaires. It violates the Conflict of Interest Act. Prime Minister, maybe we should run this by the Ethics Commissioner first. And to Trudeau's credit, once he was found to have broken the law, in uh, mind you, a year later, he said that. He said, I'm sorry I broke this law. You're right. I should have gone and checked it out with the Ethics Commissioner. But in this case, what we're reporting is, you know, there were months there. Where yeah. was his staff? Where were the senior aides in the PCO to, to push back on the boss to say you shouldn't do this. So has anyone in the prime minister's office in the privy council office is, is anyone commented on this yet today? Well, of course, two of the top three aides are kind of no longer there, right? right. Carol Butts, who is uh, uh, the PM's close friend and principal secretary, as we already know, has resigned in the whole SNC-Lavalin thing. Michael Warnick, who is the clerk of the Privy Council and would have been in daily contact with the Prime Minister, he's resigning uh, next week uh, because of the SNC-Lavalin scandal. And in talking to the Prime Minister's office yesterday and today, uh, you know, they, they really do not... They, you know, this is this is a this matter's closed as far as they're concerned. The ethics commissioner has done their report, case closed. Um, but I do think that the prime minister is going to get some questions about this, and we'll have to see what the prime minister says. In addition to the questions, the prime minister, of course, is continuing to get about uh, SNC Lavalin and the lawsuit of against Andrew Scheer. Uh, but right now, the PMO really just says, "Come on, we're, we're uh, this was two years ago. We're done with it." Uh, just to come back to the RCMP, though, earlier today, uh, it's Wednesday in Ottawa, and, and, and there's a caucus meeting. All the caucuses meet. And on the way into the Liberal caucus, I asked Ralph Goodale, who is the public safety minister and in charge of the RCMP, I said, you know, are you going to kick their butt at the RCMP? I mean, they're, they're, they don't seem to give a hoot about the access to information law. And his only comment, as I say, is on his way in was, they have to do better. So we'll see, because at the end of the day, uh, it's up to Goodale. He's the responsible minister, and he must make sure that the RCMP has the resources and the will to obey the law of the land. And that, as I said, is is as significant a scandal in this as anything else. Right, and that's the, not just media inside baseball. That, that I think Canadians deserve an answer as, as to why the RCMP is, is not following its own obligations, why it took this long, not 30 days, but two years to fulfill this request. I mean, it, it is yeah, a serious matter. It is. And, Rob, I can tell you, I, I'm, I mean, I work in a, there's 300 press gallery journalists on the Hill. A lot of us make a lot of requests to a lot of different agencies. Some are improving. Some are getting better at responding more quickly to access to information requests. Uh, almost every other one that I talk to, they at least acknowledge your request and explain to you why there needs to be a delay or, or whatever. But the RCMP has the reputation in this town of, as I say, it just doesn't give a hoot about the access to information law. It's got the worst reputation among all government departments. And again, it is our federal police force um, of, of perhaps any government department. Uh, it ought to have a little more sensitivity, um, and again, not just to journalists, but to lawyers who are making access to information requests, businesses, academics, uh, everyday citizens. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a mess. And uh, this is just one, I think, egregious instance. But if you ask journalists at other organizations who do do these requests to the RCMP, I think you'd find a very similar experience. Complete and utter disdain uh, for for the system by, uh, as they say, our federal police force. Indeed. Well, full details on this story again, globalnews.ca. David Aiken, thank you so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Rob. No problem.
There you go. David Aiken, chief political correspondent for Global News, talking about his scoop today. Uh, So an old scandal comes back to haunt Trudeau, just as he's trying to fend off, of course, this newest, latest, and much more serious scandal involving SNC-Lavalin. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.